player. And welcome to Versus Player, the podcast about games, life, and everything in between. I'm Jono. I'm Joe. I'm Jace. Hey, boys. Been a while. It has. Um, I looked it up. It had been July. <laughs> so last time. Yeah, it's been, it's been a little bit of time, but uh, we're back and talking about more of the fun stuff that we like to talk about. And I've got a fun field set of um, things that I'd like to talk to you about today. So I thought we'll just get straight into it. How's it sound? Let's kick it off with the games we've been playing because there's so much that's just hit Game Pass. Here we are at almost the end of September of 2022. Um, I'm going to kick it straight off and then I'd love to hear what you guys are playing as well because I've seen some smatterings in our our, um, group chat as to what you guys have been playing, but I haven't really engaged it much lately. So I today downloaded something that I saw a preview for on, I think, Instagram um, called um, Prodes which is like a love letter to doom. Yep. Wow. Um, it's, it's very doom like, but it, it's interesting how it's, um, you, as soon as you load into the game, it, it looks like doom in terms of textures and, but you can tell it's a, it's a properly realized 3d model. Um, and it, it, even like the dead characters on the ground, as you move around them, so judder, like it's um, a pixel created, model that's changing angles and showing you a different picture every time you move around it but all the the weapon models are in 3d and they look really good but then they they've got a skin over them to make them look like they're pixelated and the amount of blood that just spews off these enemies as you hit them is just like the whole room's just coated in blood as you as you walk through um i've yet to figure out what the story is it, they seem to be going for like everything is a ripoff of doom in, in every possible way, but they do a really great job of it. So if you're looking for some just mindless, let's blow the hell out of everything that moves type of game and then go find the next key to get through the next door, definitely recommend it. I've got a couple other games I'm playing as well, but I'd like to hear from, from you two next. It's funny you say that you're playing a game like doom because I just played a game that I would describe as very much inspired by doom, but more than new dooms, not the original doom, which what, it sounds like you're talking about. Yeah, original that, yep. I play that Metal Hellsinger game. Yeah, what's is, it like? It's 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 obviously it's this new genre. I've played probably like three or four games like this, um, where it's a music rhythm game. Kind of came from, um, yeah. It, it it just you you kill to the beat of the music essentially, and the music yeah. in this game is really good. Um, I really like it, but. I got to maybe the, I think there's eight stages. I got to like the sixth and I just, I just couldn't progress. I kept on getting to the boss and getting, you know, getting killed over and over again. And you have to start at the beginning each time and kind of got frustrated with it. But up until that point, fantastic. Like I just, okay. I love that there's little bonus stages between um, which give you like boons. I can't remember what the terminology in the game is. But you get to like you know you get to get hit once before you lose your rhythm because what happens when you do well in this game is uh, the music kind of pumps up more. But um, nice. when you get to the top multiplier, which is a sixteen multiplier for some reason, um, not six sixty six or something like that. I thought it would be anyway. The the singing comes in. So my wife's sitting next to me, and I'm like, when they're singing, you know I'm doing well, and <laughs> it, so it, it kind of you go, you go in and out of it. Um, it's a really fun game, and um. Yeah, I, I I just I just suck at games, I guess. So I couldn't I couldn't progress, but um, I, I really enjoyed it. Have you tried it, Jace? I, I have. Yeah. The funny thing is, I, I play a lot of games these days via remote play, not not the cloud remote play um, that, that's just for Game Pass. But I'm sitting on on the couch with a laptop open, and I and I connect to the Series X, uh, which is which is plugged into yep. the network. Um, so it's actually pretty solid. And the crazy thing about that is that 
that Metal Hellsinger is a game that is absolutely like you have to have zero latency. You've got to yeah. you've got to be able to hear it. And I was just like, this probably isn't going to work for me. I'm not going to be able to get the timing down for this one. But it was yeah. it was flawless, man. And and that's the way I played it. And I just I popped on my headphones and it was loud enough that it was bleeding out of the, the headphones. And Jim was giving me these looks like, what is this? And I'm just like, you know, same thing. If they're singing, you know, you're doing well. Um, uh, it's, it's a cool game. It, it's just, it, it gets you amped up. And um, I, I I checked out of it a lot earlier than, than Joe did because it is a very challenging game. And um, I might go back to it at some point, you know, but it's, I think, I think I agree with you. I think my, this sort of my time with it might, might be done. That's where my game ends, you know. Um, yeah. uh, uh, before before the actual official end, and and that's okay. Um, because I it's a great game. But I had a good time. It's funny, Johnny. You were saying something about the last the game you were playing, where you weren't sure of the story. I I couldn't care less what the story was in this game. It was just fun to play. Um, yeah, that's like like Doom, the the re-release of Doom. Yeah, um, it was just you know you get into it and you get a rhythm and you know I'm sitting there bobbing my head up and down. It felt more like Guitar Hero than anything because um, okay. you just wanted to get that going. And what I really liked in this game was you had cool weapons, but there was like a flaming skull that would just shoot things and you could just keep that going to the beat the whole time. So like my my rhythm with my finger was just kind of tap, 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 tap the whole time rather than just have to kind of think about it between you yeah. know, between going to enemies. Um, and then you change your shotgun and go to town when you get to them. But really cool game. Yeah, oh, you've, you've almost yeah, inspired me to give it a go. So I might have to try it out. The only thing that could top it is if they did that to Halo and then the, <laughs> you know, the, the choir of the oh kicks in when you were doing really well. It's that, al- that would be awesome. It's almost like it could be like a, a crypt of the necro dancer. You know, they did the yeah. cadence yes. of Hyrule sort of thing. You know, you've got like yes. a metal health singer and then you've got you've got a version of that for, for you know, some Infinite of the singer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly right. Yeah, no, it's, it, um, yeah, it's, it's a cool game. And such a cool genre, this, like you said, um, Crypto the Necro Dancer was like a, such a cool game. And to have this style kind of come into other things, I think is it's really cool. Like rhythm games back in ways that aren't just on phone nowadays. I love yeah. it. I suck at rhythm games, so we'll, we'll see how long I last, but I'll give it a go. <laughs> because I've actually, I looked at some of the other uh, things that both of you have been talking about and start downloading things. So I've downloaded Deathloop, which I want to hear from you, Jace, as to how you, and you, Joe, how you felt about it. I haven't even tried it yet. I did download one game that when Jace first posted it in our chat, I I thought he was insulting one of us. And it it was, you suck at parking. I'm really enjoying it. It's, It's quite a bit of fun. It's good fun. Yeah. It's, it's, it's easy to pick up and, um, you know, it, I mean, it does what it says on the tin, right? Like you, you yeah. probably will suck at parking. It's, yeah. it's, it's quite challenging once you get the controls down pat. I mean, it's, it, it's fun because of the controls, right? Yeah. You're kind of, you're kind of fighting against it and, um, and you want to get the best time, but because it's one of those games where you can press a button and immediately restart it without any mucking around, um, it, it makes it really enticing to try and just keep mm. going for the best time. Um, and it's something that I'll dip in and out of. It's not something that yeah. I'm just going to, uh, folks on i haven't tried the multiplayer i tried to sort of get in the multiplayer but it didn't really seem to work for me um okay. yeah. so when i played i was trying to see your times because i wanted to beat you guys because yeah that's the only like leaderboard i care about is, mm. is my friend's leaderboard and it just would never work it would never yeah. load anything um but I, I i found the game fun that first world where it was just kind of you know pretty yeah. basic but i felt that the game introduced too many things too quickly in terms of like elements on the on the stages like i would i would have been happier with just a little bit slower progression um yeah okay. just to have fun with the simplicity of 
the fast times because it got, like you said, Jace, it got really tricky. Like it introduces like these hot plate kind of bumpers on the side, which instantly like, yeah. blow yep. up your car. And which, you know, it, it's it's the challenge, but I felt that challenge became a little bit more of a frustration than a challenge very quickly. Um, and again, I just suck at video games. You probably it, just suck at thing. parking, Joe. Yeah, I do suck yeah. at parking too. Let's be honest. That, that's that's the truth. <laughs> do, do, do you know what's getting weird vibes of it from? Um, crazy Taxi. Yep. It's it's almost tra- Crazy Taxi, Taxi-esque, but with just like a completely different view. But it, it kind of, yeah, similar vibe. There was a game, speaking of Doom, at the time of Doom, it was some motocross game that controlled the same way. So when you were, it was always one screen on your PC. I wish I could remember the name of this game, motocross, some some, some like monster truck game. And it was the same sort of style. And I'm like, oh, this is that game again, which is really cool. Where, you know, your car is, when you the, the, if the car's facing a certain way, left is the way the car's facing rather than, you know, left as it is in a Forza game, which is always left. Yeah, so I get you. Um, yeah, But anyway, it, it gave me such memories of being at my mate Dominic's across the road, playing um, Wolfenstein, Doom, and this um, game. So it was a nice kind of, yeah, re- remembrance. Flashback, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. So Deathloop, tell I'll me why I should play it. I'll, I'll explain Deathloop to you in a second. I just want to quickly say before we get into the Game Pass side of things, all of my time at the moment, uh, well, up until I started playing Deathloop, um, was was taken up by trying to play all of these strategy games that are clearly designed for PC on a controller. So mm. um, a, a like game, there's a, well, RimWorld. So RimWorld is a massive oh. game on Steam. Everyone everyone raves about this game, and it's a it's a colony management sim. And again, yeah. it you need a keyboard and like you know all the keys on the keyboard to to be able to play this game for, for shortcuts. And there's this trend at the moment where all of these games that are heavy strategy titles, mm. and I'm not talking RTS, Command and Conquer sort of stuff. I'm talking about, you know, there's there's menus within, there's menu inception. Mm. Um, it, you just need a keyboard for it. And I'm just like, yeah. I'm going to try these out. And so I, I love RimWorld on PC. And I'm like, I, I just prefer being in, I'm in front of a computer all day. I don't want to be in front of a computer when I get home. So I, I like sitting on the couch and using the controller. And I just have to say, I'm not going to get into it too much, but RimWorld on a controller is excellent and I prefer it over a keyboard, which is nuts. Um, and I know a lot of people would probably say you're crazy, but but it's just I prefer it. But I'm again I'm just other games like um, you know, Crusader Kings 3. There's a game called Battle yep. Brothers that I've put probably a thousand hours into um across the board on on PC. And I just love being in front of a uh, a console for that. Um and then we've got Humankind coming out. Um, oh, which is, I can't wait to try that out. It's it's Civ right, but a Civ yeah. is, it very much lends itself to to a keyboard and mouse. Um, and so I'm I'm just I'm adamant that I'm going to play these games on on controller. Some of them are garbage, um, but for the mm. most part, it, it works out pretty well. And and uh, I guess all I'm saying is that if you are playing these PC games, you really feel like only belong on PC. Please at least give RimWorld a shot because it it controls so well. Okay. Um, so yeah. It's funny how you're saying how you know playing PC games on console. My daughter, I, I showed her Sims. Um, is it four, the latest one? Yep. Five, yeah. I'm not even sure. Um, yeah. But it's very much plays like a console game, even though we're playing it yeah. on PC. Yeah. Um, it, it's kind of funny how it bleeds the other way as well. Um, mm. I, I remember, though, um, Lord of the Rings, I think it was called Lord of the Rings Conquest, which was yep. an RTS yep. that came to console. Yep. That was the first time I played an RTS on console. And I'm like, this works so well because what it did was it had the radial menus where mm. you, and, and then you'd hold down, I think the left trigger and it will give you a second menu. So you really learned how to kind of 
quickly navigate things. And that's kind of what Halo Wars became. But um, yeah, you're right, Chase. It's, it's funny how certain genres just don't seem to work um, on console, but they're, they're in now, like well, once upon a time anyway, but nowadays they're just making everything work that way. Man, I, I played Warcraft 2 on PlayStation 1. Um, and that's how <laughs> I played it. That's, that's how I wow. knew it. And, I, and yeah. I loved it. And, you know, you're using the D-pad and it's yeah. slowly moving around the screen. Yeah. And it's, you know, and, and again, people say you're crazy for it, but it, it just works so well. Um, uh, well, it works for me anyway, is what I should yeah, say. Yeah, and if you don't know what you're missing as well. Like I played it on PC. I couldn't imagine playing that on console. Just like moving, like the shortcuts of moving from your ba- main base and everything. But you probably were just uh, just as good, if not better. <laughs> people people obsess over the best place to play yes. things and the best graphics and the best this. And I mean, that's why, you know, things like the PC Master Race exist, right? Because they want to have the absolute best. But yeah. they get so focused on uh, settings and, and control mm. schemes and mods. Everyone loves mods for whatever reason. And I'm just like, I'm just going to play the game the way they intended it on being played. Um, I don't have time to, to mod. Like, because modding a game almost becomes a game in itself, right? Trying to get yeah. Skyrim to run with a thousand mods before it crashes your PC. Um, anyway, the bottom line is whatever you've got, however you can play it, it's amazing that games like RimWorld um, can uh, make it, you know, an audience. It's accessible for a new audience. So um, anyway, that's, that's, my, that's my thing. But look, Deathloop um, is, I love Arcane. Um, and I'm fairly confident Microsoft bought Arcane. Is that true? Yeah, or they partnered with them in some way? I think they might have. I'll look it up. Are they? This, what was that? Sorry, Joe? Did they fall under Bethesda's library? I think they do. Um, yeah. So, uh, I mean, look, they made Dishonored. They made Dishonored 2, two of my favorite games. Love the world. Love the way that it plays. And games like um, games like Dishonored, Prey, uh, not the original Prey, but the, the, the more recent one. Uh, of 2017 one anyway um and then uh and then death uh what's it called i was gonna call it deadpool uh <laughs> why have i forgotten the name deathloop deathloop yeah. death um i've been watching i've been watching a lot of ryan reynolds lately anyway um games <laughs> like deathloop they're clearly all built in the same engine they have very similar powers one of the biggest things that that is a crossover between all those games is this ability to shift up onto platforms so there's a lot of verticality in these games and i played prey this year and it came out the same year that Zelda came out. And I think I said on one episode that had I played Prey back then, it would have been my game of the year. It would have been better than that. So I, I really enjoyed it. Um, and with all of that being said, um, Deathloop is interesting because there is a very clear tutorial that says to you, don't explore, just do this bit, please. It's almost like it says to you, just please listen to what we're telling you to do right now. And a lot of people just skip through, yep, tutorial, next, next, next. But it's just like, just yeah. beeline for the objective it'll all start making sense in a second. And a lot of people want to explore because that's what arcane games are, are very much about, you know, trial and error. Mm. Um, anyway, heed the warning of the game, heed my warning, just beeline it for the objective. It will make sense. There will be a moment that will click. And so the loop is very clever, but effectively it's, um, it's, it's basically built upon um, DLC for Prey called uh, Moon Crash, I think was the name of it. Okay. And it's very much a roguelike sort of thing where you pick up weapons, you pick up powers, you pick up this thing called Residium or something like that. And uh, you basically have this currency and you've got from morning until night, which is done over four, four segments um quadrants um and then there are four different locations you can visit and the idea behind it is that you're slowly getting enough intel on eight targets to be able to kill them in one loop because it's not possible Uh to kill eight people over four different time periods who are in four different 
locations at different times. It doesn't, it never aligns. So you slowly build up all this intel to get these people together. And I've got them all where I want them, right? So I'm, uh. I feel as though I'm, I'm at the end, but who knows what, what kind of spanner is going to get thrown in the works. Sounds um, very Hitman-ish. It, does it, there's a Hitman element to it. But yeah. look, it has my favorite feature in any video game. This is a big call. It has my favorite feature at the moment, which is what Sniper Elite had. Um, you were going to say something, Joe? I thought you were going to say grappling hook. It's not grappling hook. It's um, like every game's got a grappling hook nowadays. It's invasions. So um, yeah. Sniper Elite 5 has an amazing feature which allows you to invade somebody's single-player game, um, which Dark Souls uh. and stuff does as well as an Axis sniper. And I was addicted to this thing. And I was pretty decent at it too. And I would just invade people's games. I roughly could figure out where they were hiding. They're all stealthy. And I've got a full platoon of these people that I can command and tell them where to go. Um, in a very simple way, it's just like enemy should be here, be on high alert sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and it's just addictive because it's it's this cat and mouse, um, you know, it, it's kill or be killed type thing. And um, and so this game has it. And so there's there's basically a PVP element where this this woman named Juliana uh, invades your game initially as an AI, but eventually, if you so choose, as a real player, and you can do the same to other people. And so you, you basically have three lives in every loop that you go into, and she only has one life, but she has all of the intel. She knows roughly where you're going to be. There's a spot that you have to go to to hack to be able to leave the level. So you're locked into the level. You can't just escape. You have to you have to go and unlock this 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 doorway effectively to be able to get out and that's even after if you manage to kill her you still have to unlock the doorway and the really cool thing about all of this is that any traps that she places if she dies the traps don't just magically disappear like every other game the traps are still there so she can still win long after she's been killed um because her her win is you dying like you know she she's on a loop as well um and it's it's just intense is it always random as to whose game you invade? Like, is there a possibility we could invade one of each other's games? 100%. So they have a very cool feature, which is invade friends' games only. Yeah. Um, and the thing is, you won't know. So if you... It, basically, what happens is you're set to single player only. And then when the game tells you, you have the ability to press the right thumbstick in and change it to online, which is the entire world and it's cross play. So it's all platforms. So all the guys who've been playing this on PS5 and PC for the last 365 days, they're coming for you. Um, And, or there is friends only. Mm. And so if you, Jonathan, Joe, if you go ahead and choose to set it to friends only, um, well, it's only going to be the three of us. But the thing is you, when it says Juliana is invading, I mean, there's a good chance it's going to be it's going to be one of us, right? So, um, you know, and you won't know. There's no name above my head. There's nothing that announces it. You only know once the the whole event has transpired and and you yeah. win or they win. Um, You'll know. We'll tell you. Like the second we kill you, we're going to be like messaging you. We'll be so excited about it. There's, so there's some there's something. I mean, first of all, yep. you can't kill me. I'm too good. But second of all, the the um the thing the best thing about it is that like. I am actively going to be waiting to see, probably not for the first time, but see what games you guys are playing. You know, I see when Jono's on Fortnite and when Joe's yep. playing another game or whatever, and I go, oh, that's what you're in. If I see Deathloop pop up, I'm basically just going to sit there and wait, and I'm just going to keep hitting join game, join game. I don't know where you're up to in it, right? I don't know. But I haven't it only- even started yet, but you've just convinced me. I'm in. 
I like basically this is all I'm going to live for now. I'm just going to stay awake because I don't know I don't know what's going to happen. I have to get in there so that I can I can get you because the cool thing is that if you kill me, you get lots of cool stuff, and if I kill you, I get your cool stuff. Um, um, and you don't lose it forever. To, it's just we uh, might have to play after the podcast. Might have to. <laughs> well, you guys you guys have to get up to a certain point. Um, but yeah, um, but look, all all I'll say is that um, it takes a while to click, and in an error of game pass where you can flick on a game and give it five minutes of your attention. Mm. Um, I don't think five minutes is enough. And I don't think two hours is probably enough. Maybe it's roughly around that. But once it starts to click, the loop becomes very, very addictive. And okay. the way they tell the story is through a lot of finding documents and things. In, in most video games where you've got like a piece of paper and it gives you a bit of story, I'm like, skip, next, don't care. Mm. In this, it's interesting um, because... Oh, that's cool. And the last thing I'll say about Deathloop, I'm sorry to go on about it, is that no. Arcane does one thing very, very well with puzzles in that all puzzles are random. So the concept of the puzzle, pulling levers and things like that exists, but it's not the same for everybody else. There are multiple codes you've got to fill out in the game, four six-digit codes. You can't look up a walkthrough to see how to do it mm. because your code is different to someone else's code and you've got to get out a pen and paper and write cool. stuff down. Um, and so our experiences in terms of I, I, can't, I can't really help you i can give you a hint but yeah your code will be different to mine That's uh cool. and, every, and every loop things change as well so um it's it's absolutely worth your time and yeah um you know it it sucks it took a year to to get on this so for a lot of people it's old news but for yeah. the xboxes um it's it's a new thing for us and there's, well, a, there's an it's, update it's on game pass and that's all thanks to the to you were right, Cinemax, the owners of Bethesda, are owned by Microsoft Studios, and they just happen to own Arcane Studios. So it is definitely part of Game Pass and the Xbox crazy, stable these days. Crazy acquisition for Xbox, huh? But, um, uh, so crazy. Bigger ones, bigger ones to come. But that, that's that's me. Game of the year last year was a Microsoft exclusive uh, console, a Microsoft owned property, a PlayStation exclusive. That's hilarious at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, that's my next that's my next game i want to play that jace that sounds awesome yeah i definitely convinced me to jump into that um because i've got a couple other things waiting in game pass that i want to play Shipbreakers. um oh what's yep. it called Shipbreakers hard, hard space, space. Hard, hard space, space. Hard yeah can't wait to give that a try just for funsies anything in space i'll give it a go um and there was something else that came to mind uh, recently but oh, i'm drawing a blank else on game pass yeah. i'm playing that tiny kin game which yeah, is very much try that it's yes. it's very much like doom it's not <laughs> oh, so it's like actually you know what in a certain way it is oh, like the original no, you can't game. compare no, it i can't can. just wait for this wait for it that Jeez. the characters are 2d drawings and when you look at them they kind of spin around and you never see their backs like ah, the original like doom, doom. So, it all it's comes more of a, to I would probably Always compare it more back. to Paper, Paper Mario, maybe, but yeah. It's, <laughs> oh, true. It's, I, very, I think, it's, it's just Pikmin. Let's just Pikmin. be honest. It's yeah. just Pikmin. I, for, for all our listeners, um, our episode names are always inadvertently um, created throughout the course of the episode. Mm. And I think we've just created that uh, this episode is probably going to be called It's Like Doom. Everything relates to Doom. It's like everything is like Doom. Yep. Um, yes. But look, now, this is a really cute game. I, I have just... And it's the game that's got me happily sitting in front of the couch playing for hours at a time. Although it has the worst in-game clock. It says I've played for like 28 hours. I reckon I've played for maybe six hours that, at most. That is one of nice. the negatives of um, a quick resume. Quick resume. It's, a, it's a quick resume uh, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. It's, it's hilarious. Because <laughs> yeah. um, I'm like, 28 hours? No, I don't think so. Um, but geez, 
it, it, it just, what I love about this game more than anything else, and yes, it's it just, if you play Pikmin with, you throw little dudes around and they do different things yeah. like make a tower or move things for you or explode, um, which are my favorite ones. Um, but it just controls so simply and so well and so fast. Like I can't wait to play when it. You, when you start navigating the world, particularly in the second stage, you get the little dudes, the little tinykins um, that stack. And it's yep. just it's it's just one button and it's quick. And when you want to make a new stack, it just happens straight away. And it doesn't cool. waste your time. And you're playing it like this Twitch sort of game in a way, but it's such a chill game. And yeah. because it's it's just like a miniature world, I love miniature world types of games. I know, Jace, yeah. you're a huge fan of Grounded. Um, if you like the aesthetic of that, you'll love the aesthetic of this. Um, and it's just charming. And my kids, you know, sit and watch or they'll kind of have a little go-to. It's a really cute game. So many cool games out at the moment. And Game Pass is just filled with stuff. Yeah. Not that not that we're a shields for Game Pass at all. I mean, it'd be nice if they actually paid us, but one day. <laughs> well, Jason um, and I played that um, oh, Midnight Something Express. Midnight Fight Express. Fight? Oh, I had to go Yeah. Yeah, I Is like it that. Flight or Fight? I don't know. Something I like that. I thought it was Fight. And that's Fight. Fight? I, I called it Midnight Flight for ages. That's just the way that I saw it. And that's what's stuck in there. But I'm pretty sure it's Fight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a cool game too. I, I, I probably got halfway. I'll I get thought it was a Jono game, man. I just really felt like it felt like Streets of Rage with like more sort of like a John Wick kind of combo system. You know what? I was I was starting to feel that, and then it just felt a bit heavy for me at the time I started playing. It, in terms of like, it felt dark. It didn't feel like it is the, dark. Game, yeah. yeah, like the hero wasn't didn't come across as very positive, and the world felt really dark and didn't feel like you're making an impact. Like the fact you start in a prison cell with him going, "What the hell did you do?" Um, so I think that worked against me because I was work had been really busy and everything was going on and I was just feeling I want something where I feel like I'm the hero god damn it not the yeah. not the accidental hero so I'll, I'll possibly get back to it because the the gameplay mechanics were pretty cool and I really liked it I, yeah I was going to say with the gameplay I just wish it gave you the abilities a little bit quicker because I feel like I'm going to get to the end of this game and then I'm going to want to play it all over again because I'm going to be this you know absolute monster of a machine like a fighter with all these cool skills but you get them, you know, you only get one skill per stage, essentially. And some of them are so mm. cool. And it changes the game, the skill. It does change is, the game. Which is pretty rare, actually. Mm. A lot of the time, it's just like, you know, you play like Assassin's Creed and stuff, and the extra skills don't add yeah. heat. Yeah, they don't do a lot. Um, whereas this changes the nature of, of the way you fight. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe I'll give it another go. Um, Jace, did you play Spider Heck? I did. Oh, I, I, that, was, that was seriously, I did not expect that because. You um, so, like the gameplay seems like your style, but it's spiders. It is. I mean, look, a lot's changed in the last year, Jono. First of all, um, I live in an apartment that's <laughs> filled with about 20 different breeds of spiders <laughs> that I've never seen before. Today, I went out to um, clean my barbecue because the weather's getting better. Yeah. Um, and spiders love barbecues. They do. Um, and I saw weird, like, transparent kind of spidery thing oh, and this big yeah. giant brown thing that lived inside my so anyway look i, I squealed listening, jason just put his arms about like a meter across so wow <laughs> it's they, to me i mean everything it's just they're, just they're all enhanced right you look at them, I, I, I was just like turn, don't you just turn the the barbecue on and like yeah. whatever's in there and then extra flavor start fresh extra yeah, extra exactly. crispy yeah, yeah absolutely the, the, the legs are the, the best part they're just yeah absolutely <laughs> 
it's look anyway the bottom line is i'm getting better um i have to yeah. get better i'm 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 surrounded by them and i had my I training hate spiders, in, so i'm impressed i had i had my training in grounded which i you eventually did. turned my spider slider all the way up to max because it was just easier to fight them that way um yeah. and, and a quick thing for grounded the full version of it's coming out on the 27th two more days so oh. for those of you who've been putting off playing grounded the I have. Full, um there's a tv show that's going to be coming out um I heard uh that and it's it's very yeah it's it's cool um look yeah i played spider heck it was um it, it's cool it, it's 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 got a cool swinging mechanic um yeah. i don't i don't like the legs but i mean what are you gonna do and the floor's <laughs> lava and you've got lightsabers so like what could be wrong about any of that yeah Spiders, I, I just sold the game to a lot of people <laughs> <laughs> you sold <laughs> lightsabers the floor is lava and yeah um, but I'll tell you what, one, one spider game I didn't play was that. Um, it's on Game Pass as well, the Kill It With Fire. I don't think I can do that one. I played that. Is that is, um, could, could I do it, you think? Or? It's, it's actually really satisfying it's to hold the bosses down and kill them. Yeah. It's I don't so like the fun. way they move, though. I don't, it's the movement that really gets me. But, it, but it's it, what you wish you could do in real life. Like, you, you just throw everything at them. Like, you'll pick up a TV exactly. and throw it. Like, you get the books at the bookshelf. Like, your room's a mess after. But the spider's you a, dead, so it's good. My, my favorite is when you get a lighter and some hairspray and you just flame yes. them. That's yeah. And then flaming spider goes running off and sets fire to other things. It's great. Oh, it, it literally had my kids. Like, and my son was playing it. We were just sitting there. But the girls and I were watching him play. And we were just... Out loud laughing at the, the ridiculousness of it all. It is very ridiculous. It was, a, oh. it was a good bit of fun for the short period of time I played it. I'll yeah. see if I can build up the courage. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> um, I also took your recommendation, but I also knew it was coming. Uh, Slime Rancher 2 is, if you love Slime Rancher 1, Slime Rancher 2 is more of the fun. More, more slimes, more plots, more inadvertent breeding. Yeah, um, that happened to me today where two combines. Like, oh, don't become a big one. Oh, come on. So, yes, it's great. <laughs> Um, okay, I'm going to flip it a bit now because, you know, as much as we love talking about Game Pass, there's some new releases coming later in the year and I need some opinions. I have some opinions, but I, I need some some grounding here. So the first one is Modern Warfare 2. Is the open beta on now, if I'm not mistaken? Yes, sir. So like, it's like, the, what, what's the day? It's 25th of September. So it started today for us i think, started 3 a, 3 a.m this morning and i was up at 4 a.m to, to get into it um not by choice okay i've I played i've yeah. played a, as much of it as i've been able to um i've probably played about six or seven matches um and will it draw me back in i think warzone 2 will draw you back in um i modern warfare uh this this modern warfare 2 is, is basically like the 2019 version um yep. the time to kill is even quicker so if you've ever Ooh. played a hardcore mode in 2019 yes. which was like almost a one-hit kill very yeah, similar um it's just polished they've they've refined it to a point like if anybody looked at it from far away they're like it's the same game but it feels different um okay you, you feel i don't know it's it just has a good feel to it um i'm i was already probably going to buy it but i'm definitely yeah. going to buy it now um i uh, it's it's great the, look the beauty of modern warfare is this there's a million people that play it there's more than a million people that play it but you're always going to get into a game so yeah. you, you press yeah. a twice the game loads up it makes its its funny noises that's you know it's it's spec op noises and you get in and then it says joining game and then boom all of a sudden you're in it and there's a mode called invasion which is basically what battlefield 2042 i think it was yes was, was trying to be um and it's 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 war zone but sort of scaled down lots of players and yeah. you know red versus blue type scenario but it's just it's smooth it's 
polished. It's they they know what they're doing. They've got more okay. money than God to be able to do it. So yes, um, look, it's going to be great. Um, and I think that if Modern Warfare, sorry, if Warzone Two is anything like this, um, in terms of how fluid it is, um, you'll have mm. a great time. Um, Warzone Two is a new release in terms of like so. It, come, it comes out I think, into... the same day. I think is. I yeah, think, but I, I don't know. It's, it, it's not like Fortnite where they, they just re-refresh the engine and it's a new season. This is like, I'm going to download a new version of it and we're going to join Warzone 2, not Warzone 1. Is yeah. that correct? Have any of your, your characters. So that character okay. that was just completely covered hopefully won't be there. So that'd be good. Rose, Rose right? Rose, Rose, Rose yeah. yeah. She, did, you hear that? did you hear the story about the, um, the some, oh, was it a dog or a teddy bear type character that was just absolutely ripped? Um, from a fan's made character in, in Warzone. Did you hear about this? No. So some fan made a character, like as a lot of fans do, and they, the someone who was paid by Activision to create characters for the game thought, oh, I'll just completely rip this person's character off. And there's no oh, wow. denying it. Like it is, it is, I've seen it. It's, it's like, how did this person think they were going to get away with this? Because yeah. the person, like someone is out there as an Uber fan creating skins, their own wish, dream skins. So they go and copy it. And, yeah. and it's like, you know, it's, it's not going to happen. Um, but yeah, I think where the skins are now, it's hilarious. Like we said at the time when we first started playing Warzone, where, where are they going to go with these? It's going to get more and more ridiculous. And we weren't sure. And it certainly has. It's, it's mm. Yeah. They, like, still in, um, done, they still haven't done what I wanted them to do, though. What's what's that? GI Joe, real American hero. Give me some skins <laughs> from that, and I'm in. I'm back. Yeah. That so that would bring me back to Warzone in a big way because that's where that itch gets it uh, scratched in Fortnite. Every time I think I'm you know almost done, they go and put someone at the end of the battle pass that makes me go, yeah, I'm back for another season. So this season it's Spider Gwen. Um, Can I just uh, not to say too much about Fortnite, but yeah. geez, that that new season, like the last season, I think was the it might have been the one before where they changed the new Unreal Engine. Um, yep. I feel like this plays so much better, and it's mm. so much quicker and mm. so much more responsive. I'm very I haven't played much of it. I'm only I don't know, like like, like the first Battle Pass page, but um, uh, I, third, I think third or fourth um, Battle Pass page. It's no, so smooth. Just unlock. Yeah, it's yeah, good. really cool. You should give it yeah. another go, Jace. But Un- yeah, I am, I'm keen for the new Warzone. Un- yeah. Unreal Engine 5, which mm. we saw with the Matrix demo, um, that was that was quite impressive. That's when I think next-gen really starts. And that's quite amazing, yeah. right? Because as cool as the Xbox Series X and the PS5, it's more of almost like a computer upgrade. It's, it's you know, graphically things look a little bit better, but everything's just a bit smoother. The UI is better. You know, you've got things like Quick Resume or, or whatever it is that PlayStation mm. has that makes games load faster than I've ever seen before. Um, faster than God. Faster than God, sure. It's, it's not a bad name for the, the episode. Yep. Um, but, <laughs> but it's uh, like, I think Unreal Engine 5 is, is actually the thing that's going to make us go, oh, wow, we're in the next generation, you know? Yeah. Uh, how can it get any better than this? Um, and it's cool that they've they've started. I mean, it's they own they own the engine, don't they? The people that make yeah. Fortnite. So <laughs> why, um, why, why, why not they? use it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's um, a great test for it. Okay. I'm going to talk about, so we're still talking about games that are coming soon, right? And I'd like to hear any recommendations you guys have of stuff that's coming up. But let's be honest, if it's on Game Pass, that's probably what I'm going to play because it's cheaper that way. Um, but it's not often we talk about sports games. We're not big on sports games. It's been a long time since I've bought a FIFA game Joe, can you give me a reason as to why I'd want to buy a new FIFA game? 
Ted Lasso. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, seriously, I saw that, and it's just like I'm back. That was FIFA so 20, funny. FIFA 23. I mean, oh. I'm gonna win a FIFA match as Richmond Richmond FC, and it's gonna be grand. Roy Kent. Roy Kent. If he's got to swear, he's right. They, they have to have the crowd, yep. the crowd chant. The crowd chant oh, yeah. needs to be in it. And, and yes. that's why the game's like M rated. It's funny. Yes. Like, it gets like an R rating just for yes. the amount of swearing there is from, oh. from EPL. Well, um, they can just do it as DLC and then don't worry about it. They could Brilliant. do it. Um, it's the last FIFA, though. What? Yeah. It's the end of FIFA. They um, FIFA wanted more what? money than God. Um, we'll throw that in there again. I'm faster um, than God again, yes. Far, far more money, faster. Um, they, wanted, they wanted all the money, and EA were just like, no, nah, we're good. We're not going to pay this money. Um, and then FIFA were like, well, what are you going to do? And they're just like, well, we'll just make the same game, but we'll just call it something different. Um, and, and what a swap way to start it by having, um, let's go with some fictional teams. <laughs> well, it's not about, and the thing is, FIFA have like said, well, we're going to do our own. And it's just like, good luck, 25 years of, you know, yeah. of, of experience trying to make this. Because we all know what happens when somebody else tries to make a football game. It just doesn't work out. Me, you're going to get the EA license. That's what I think is going to happen. And I think a lot of people are going to buy it thinking it's the next FIFA. I sort of see think, I wouldn't be surprised, man. Like, because you're right, Jason, because I, I heard the same thing that EA saying, or FIFA, sorry, saying, yeah, we'll do our own thing. They're yeah. all corrupt anyway. Um, yeah. And they're... Um, they're not going to be able to. What are they talking about? You can't just go and make a game like FIFA. If it was that easy, Konami would do it. Um, and yeah. they, 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 there's this free to play now. And supposedly, is, this is Konami's free to play? The new what's that? What's, yeah, that's right. Um, what is Pest? Revolution Soccer. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I was, but, I was about to go with something else entirely. I can't remember what. Anyway. Um, yeah. So I, I got to say, FIFA years. 23, I'll, I'll pay the money to definitely. Nice. Uh, play as Richmond FC. So so there we go. Another game we can all play together, maybe. Well, that's the thing with Game Pass, though, Jono. They got FIFA 22 on there now. Like, oh, they do. If, if you're you happy, just, just waiting wait. a year. Wait a year. You'll, oh, you'll have done. it. Done. Done. So sorry, sorry. You know, big company that you don't get my money now, but you get it that's another it. way in a year. Wow, time. that's even better. Okay, done. Um, wow, this just gets keeps even better. So okay, yeah. Before we leave the genre of games and start talking about things like Ted Lasso and the rest of it, um, any more games I should be looking out for? Because I've the only other one that I can think of that part of me is interested in, part of me is like, I don't know if I like the costumes, is Midnight Suns. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. but I'm not sure yet. I, I don't know. It's it's a um, XCOM type game, right? It is an XCOM type yeah. game, and it's June I, December. I'll... I, I will wait for reviews for that, yep. to be honest, because I don't think those are always great. Um, <gasps> but, man, they're not, though, let's be honest. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Name one that was horrible. Oh, there was there was a couple that came on Game Pass. I can't remember what they were called, but I tried them and... Phoenix Point was fantastic. Was it? Yeah. Take it back. <laughs> Phoenix Point was a good game, but you liked yeah. Gears Tactics, didn't you, Joe? Yeah, I liked Gears Tactics. That was really You did. Yeah. This is true. Yeah, Gears no, Gears I still haven't played it. Yeah. yeah, but my my most anticipated game for the last couple of years, although it's gone down since seeing the latest trailers, but Bayonetta three is out soon, and I'm uh, it is, not as excited is it as I was once upon a time because um, I, I don't know. I pre-ordered it because it was on a good price on Amazon, um, mm. so I don't. I normally just wait, you know, the day before or whatever. But for this one, I'm like, yeah, I'll get, I'll, I'll jump on that price. Um, but it, 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 
it was my most anticipated game for years. And then the last two trailers, I'm like, oh, I wish it was not on Switch because <laughs> it doesn't look great. Um, but Gotham Knights looks really good and I'm keen for that as well. That's coming out soon. Yeah. Actually, before, before I find out what your most anticipated games are, Jace, a game I got on Switch recently that I thought had no chance of potentially even looking as good as it should is um, the Subnautica series actually plays really well on Switch. Are you playing Subnautica again? Uh, I did for a few minutes and then yeah. ma- maybe maybe I've got a, a big holiday overseas coming up and I might play it while I'm away. I also might finish Breath of the Wild. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, I got nowhere. After like seeing all the bits that you did and I just went, wow, that's that's a far way away. I've just kind of... Tears of the Kingdom. Tears of the Ancients. Kingdom, no? I think. Kingdom? Okay. Something like that. I don't know. Yeah. That, that um, 20 seconds of gameplay look like 20 seconds. 10 seconds look really cool, though. Yeah. Mm. No, it, it looks good. Um, Yeah, I guess maybe as a segue as to what you're going to move on to anyway, Jono, for movies and TV and things like that. Um, yeah. The game I'm actually looking forward to, which I wasn't really expecting, is, is a Game Pass game, um, but it's yes. high, high on Life, which is oh, yes. um, Rick and Morty pedigree. So <gasps> a bit of crossover there. Really? Um, have you, you haven't seen High on Life? No. Um, oh, I mean, look, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a quick pitch on it. So effectively, it's Rick and Morty in terms of, it's what is Justin Roiland, is that his name? Yeah. Um, yep. So a lot of the characters just sound like people from Rick and Morty. Um, <laughs> but it's it, the premise of the game is that basically you're on an alien planet and all of your guns are alive. So your guns talk to you. So effectively, oh. Rick, at one point, no, Morty, actually one of the guns sounds like, Morty is basically just talking to you. And it's, it's Rick and Morty humor through and through. Cool. Um, but these guys are they're a, they're a, a, an indie studio effectively. They're called Squanch Games. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> and oh, nice. um, you got to watch. I mean, you know, if you if if you want to be spoiled a little bit, watch the trailers. But there's there's a good game yeah, thing spoil, for it. Spoil away. You you'll love it. Um, it's yeah. it's it's even if it's just for the humor and the gunplay was rubbish. Yeah. Still, I think you'd still have a really good time because the 23 minutes okay. or whatever it is I watched of it, um, I was like, yep, I'm in. Um, nice. And I will I will mention in one of the trailers is a bit where there's a there's a kid. He's an alien, but he's a kid, and he basically just says, he goes, go on, shoot me, shoot me. And like you know, it's it's very fourth wall breaking in the sense that the gun is just like you know you can't shoot a kid. Um, you know, games don't let you shoot kids. <laughs> and then you know, and then basically you shoot him, and it's just like it's anyway. I, I'm it's it's like me trying to tell you tell a joke that somebody else has told. But have a look at it if you done. like Rick and Morty, you'll enjoy the game. And that's I'll be there. I'll be done. And on that segue, so Rick and Morty new season is out. I don't have any of the streaming services that have it currently. Um, is it good? Has anyone seen it? Yeah, Haven't seen it. Yeah, yeah it's really good. The it's really episode good. Episode is very much a return to form in terms of. Wow, should we be watching this? How did they? Yes. How did this get written? What is going on? Um, <laughs> they're not going to do that. Oh, they're doing that. They're not going to go. No, they're not going to go that far. Oh, they're going further. Um, it was. It was great. <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, I'm very excited. Okay, cool. After maybe pony up for a month's worth of um, was it Netflix to watch that? Okay. Well, while you do, sorry, Jessica. I was just going to say the show is a little bit like a car crash in the sense that like the first season as hilarious as it is, is a lot more tame and it's just getting, it's just pushing yeah. it further and further every season, like to a, just a crazy territory. So well, the, the, the giant space incest baby, I think was a, um, yeah, was a, was a, in, I was about to say high point, but maybe it was a very low point, but uh, yeah. So I, I'm only intrigued as to what come next. So that's really cool. I'm glad that it seems really beautiful. And what were you going to go with next, Chase? Oh, wait a sec. Joe was about to, 
convince yeah. me of something else to watch. When you jump on Netflix, watch Cyberpunk, Edge Runners. It's really good. I'm it's only good. like four episodes in. I think there's only like eight or something. But animated it's, or it's, live it's, action? It's animated. It's animated, okay. not CG. Nice. Um, and it, and it's, um, it looks really cool. And it's a, yeah, really interesting and um, got a cool, like a stylish show. Like the, the, the best thing about that game was the world and the characters and just kind of like, you know, the whole augmentation and stuff. And um, it, it, it jumps onto all that and I'm really enjoying it. I, so I'm that, planning on watching it every morning for the next, until I finish it. That that show has created a resurgence for cyberpunk. Like oh, yeah. you hear about how cyberpunk oh, wow. okay. wasn't, didn't, you know, everyone was boycotting it and, you know, they yeah. promised us this, but the game has sold like, it's sold more than The Witcher 3, apparently. Oh, wow. Um, and wow. and there's more concurrent players or something like that than and Witcher isn't there an expansion like, coming soon too? There there is yeah. Um, there's been lots and, of updates lately as well. And okay. the show the show so it's like it's almost like it's like this sort of you know um, slow burn. Well, not an underdog sort of game, but it's a little bit like what happened with No Man's Sky, right? Yes. Everyone thought it was like you know trash, and then they just keep releasing all this stuff, and now it's this this sort of darling that everybody loves. And completely and, different game. Yeah. Yeah. So it's making CD Projekt Red a lot of money, and this show is helping with that. Well, that's, that's, that was the whole point of it, right? It's all kind of comes back to marketing, doesn't it? And I, I'm keen. Yeah. I, I'm going to get a new computer soon, and I'm keen to go back and play Cyberpunk again. Um, yeah, because but the show is really worth watching. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, okay. I want to bring up a show that so far hasn't disappointed, and that is Andor. Has anybody else watched it? Yes, of course. No. No. Okay. So should we convince you to watch it? You can try. It won't work, but give it a go. Yeah, no, it's not, it's not going to work. All right. All right. Okay, first... me, so you go, me, you, you go let, let me try. They dropped the first three episodes straight away. And admittedly, they're all like, they could have been one movie length episode. It was, it was really a big setup for that. But it really feels like I'm watching the Bourne Supremacy just set in in uh, the Star Wars universe. It is a spy craft. It is dark. Nobody has nice outcomes to the um, results of other characters doing things. It's um, even the, you know, the, the law are just dodgy and, um, and messed up and it's fantastic. Can I, can I try to convince Jace? I will say it's not very Star Wars, Star Wars-ish, no. Jace. They, that, that might convince you because I know you're not a huge Star Wars or not a Star Wars fan. Uh, yeah. Is it, so is it based off that movie? Because Diego Luna, right? Yeah. Rogue One. Yeah. So it's, I didn't like Rogue One. Is it anything <gasps> like that? Okay. Okay. So I love Rogue One. It is one yeah. of my favorite Star Wars movies ever, but it is not, it, it doesn't, but it's the same the, character. It's how he yeah. got there. I'm all right. And, I'm all okay with that. Diego's he's, cool. He's the character though. Like that intensity that he carried in that yeah. movie is the character in this as well. I've got to say, I thought the first two episodes should have been one, not hour long episode, maybe a 20 minute episode. It was very slow. Um, the opening was really cool, but that third episode was incredible. Loved it. So good. And I hope the rest of the show's like that. And Selen Stars got um, fantastic in this. I'm really enjoying him, but okay. I'm going to chuck in some fan stuff, which funnily enough, might be the things that bring Jace in where normally this would be the part that would make Jace skip out. So the, the first one, probably not so much, but let's talk about this. A lot of world building in the sense that in the background, there's a lot of stuff that talks to classic star Wars. Like there's a, a, a junkyard for spaceships or, or barely working spaceships. And you can see like a Y wing there, but it's never 
prominently shot it's always like you just see the tip of it so for like a an uber fan it's kind of cool and there's all these spaceships that clearly take their vibe from the classic star wars films or stuff that you wouldn't have seen on camera but obviously existed outside in the world and they're setting it up really well so none of it's like in your face it's always hey here's something you know looks like it should exist in that world and it feels real the other thing that i really love is it seems to be all location-based so it's not like all that's not recorded on a set which is really interesting it's giving it a very different feel as a, a series because um they're really nice locations they've picked and they've They've dressed them really well. There's definitely sets, but there's yeah. a lot of... Is that uh, right? I, I just assume everything that they do with Star Wars now is that giant screen thing. Like I saw the making, of, yeah. well, the making of Obi-Wan, there was this scene where it was in this like neon like place where he went yeah. to rescue somebody. I won't spoil the show. It's a great show. Um, and I just couldn't believe that how much of that set was this gigantic screen and it wasn't mm. real. I, 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 I'm just, I'm like, I believe everything Disney does is CG now. They're, they're masters of it. So I, I thought the Mandalorians handled those backdrops the best. I thought the Book of Boba and Obi-Wan's weren't as strong as the first two seasons of The Mandalorian. But Andor is actually, um, if you watch, there's a preview that they had uh, released on Disney Plus Day a couple of weeks ago. Uh, a nine minute one and was talking with the director who's the director from the Bourne uh, Identity who's doing this series and Diego Luna and they said one of the biggest things for them was finding um, locations that matched what they wanted to to pull off and these locations look amazing so there's actually a lot of on location filming which is cool. I will say I thought in the book about Affair they did Tatooine so well. Yeah, they like did the, that the, well. well. I don't yeah. think it was Moss Eisley. It was Moss something or another. Moss um, Esper. Moss Esper. Yeah. yeah, that was really cool. Which Moss Esper is from... Um, episode one. Uh, episode one, yeah. 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 So, okay, here's the one that I think might get Jace to think it's kind of cool. Um, by no means a deal breaker, but I think it's kind of cool. The gun that Diego uh, Garcia's... Uh, Diego Luna's character is using, what Cassian Andor's Cassian using, Andor. uh, all the way through it, is the gun from dark forces so this is the first time in like movies and tv shows that we've seen the gun used by um kyle katan being used in uh episode and they never pull attention to it they don't it's not like they're trying to jam it down your face and say hey he's using this particular blaster it's just kyle katan's blaster that's being used in universe and it's cool it's like a really nice i didn't know that but it certainly is yeah, it's it's a lot of fa- really good fan service the right way. But but Jace, it doesn't matter. It's not Star Wars. It's it's a different show. I tell you what, I think you'd yeah. actually. It's true. I think you might enjoy it. But the first two episodes are quite. Except, I mean, except the thing that is, it is Star Wars, right? And yes. Here, so is. here's the here's the thing. One, if you guys are into something enough, there's no reason why I shouldn't be able to watch it. I've got access to it. I can yeah. see it. I can find the time. It's not the hard thing to do. You sit down, you press play. If it works out, awesome. If you're not into it, you're not into it. At least you gave it a go. So what I will say is this. Every time there is a recommendation and I can find the time to be able to do it and the stars align and the kids asleep and the wife is like, yeah, whatever, um, we'll go for it, right? I'm I'm still talking about TV shows here. Um, And what I will (laughs) also say is, what I will also say here is that my problem with Marvel and Disney and comic books and Star yeah. Wars and Star Trek and all the stars is that they rely a lot on fan service, which is fine. Yeah. And they do it very, very well. I know that they do it very well. It's, it must be amazing for you guys. Go, oh my God, they've got the, the G-Wing over here. 
but like it's, that's not, I know that's not a thing. Um, but like, I'm just picturing the music they play in the G Wing. I'm trying to, I'm trying to imagine what it just bounces like. as it dries, as yeah. it flies. It's, it's, the, it's the party, it's the party, uh, it's shit the party from one, Thor yeah. Ragnarok. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, but like, that's the thing, right? Like, I don't, I'm not resistant to it. I'm not trying to be edgy going, oh, everyone likes Star Wars. I don't no, like Star man, Wars. I... It just never clicked. And I love oh, I get the fact that. that you can go and watch an episode of She-Hulk or something, and then which is an awesome show. And then you oh, can, I was, was going to ask that. I'm glad and you, you like can, it. And then, yeah. and then you can see a reference to this other thing, right? Yeah. It's just that I almost feel like they live and die by this. And I don't know how long they can keep doing it for, but so far it seems like they can do it forever <laughs> because people yeah. are into it, right? Um, and... It really isn't that I gotta say, and I, I don't know. I will, like, I'm not, I'm not recommending it, it to you, Jace. It. Honestly, I'm not. I don't. I don't know if you're gonna like watch it. it. Um, and you I said think Matt, you said Matt Damon was in it. I'm definitely gonna watch it. <laughs> I never said that. But um... <laughs> look, my friend is a huge Star Wars fan. He watched the first episode. And he's not watching. He's not watching it anymore. He said oh, it's really? just so boring. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I thought I'm it was sure he like, will, but yeah, <laughs> that's what happens to Star Wars fans. Hey, we all say that, but then it just no, actually it, what I what I've loved is probably the more your your point, Jace, because you're right. Fan service is a huge thing, and I'll nerd out about it on Marvel in a way that most people won't, because I've read the comics for most of my life, yeah. and so whenever they do something cool, I like it. But I I do think fan service has been uh, overdone in terms of. Um, they're using it as a vehicle to get you interested in the show. And when they're doing that, I think that's, it's become worse. It's become bad and it's making TV shows bad and movies bad because they're relying on the fact that the fan service is going to draw you in and not providing you with a good movie, a good TV show with a good plots that, you know, is well paced and, and, you know, the CGI and everything looks fantastic or the, the, the practical effects look fantastic. Um, I think the best example of that this past year of, where they've done it well as opposed to just tried to rely on it was Top Gun Maverick, where that was, you know, it was a it was an amazing plot and the story had real beats and it, it didn't while it hit those moments like, you know, that the opening is the exact same song and it's on an aircraft carrier and blah, blah, blah. It's it felt right. It never felt like they were trying too hard to ham fist it. And I felt Andor did this as well. Like all the fans that I picked up on, like the stuff I just mentioned, was so subtle and felt really nice and it just felt like there was a world there that existed as opposed to oh my god look at that cool thing over there did you see that and look at what it's doing for you it, it was more hey this is cool because they're just using it and this is what you expect the world to look like no i i guess i guess all i was going to say was that um there are a lot of um franchises like uh, uh what is it captain america the winter soldier is possibly mm. my favorite yeah. The Winter Soldier is absolutely a Marvel film, yep. but it feels again like a, a sort of a born identity kind of spy thriller. Mm. Um, mm. You know, a bit of espionage here and there. And there are, you know, there are there are movies and shows like that. And if Andor is like that, it might just suck me in. Like, I'm not yeah. going to immediately be resistant because somebody pulls out a lightsaber. Um, I know no, what a lightsaber is. I'm fine. Like, it's you know, it, you know, I just. Uh, it sounds like I need to watch at least two episodes, right? That's what I should probably be committing myself to. Uh, said get, get to the third. This get to the third. You could watch the first, and then you could just watch the third with the previously on Andor at the beginning, which explains I'm what happens sure in the second, that which I, isn't much. I'm sure that I'll have enough time to be able to do it. I, yeah. I will absolutely give it a watch. And Jen's already mentioned it. She goes, this show's meant to be really good. I'm like, cool, let's get it. So um, I won't say too much, but what you were saying, saying Jono, about like the fan service, I see it more as the problem. And I said this about after watching that Thor Ragnarok, 
the problem is their connectedness. It's, it's the fact that all these different stories are trying to connect to each other with different tones and different particular, like I find that in Marvel way more than I do in Star Wars. Um, I just find it very disjointing and I, and I don't like, like I know everybody loves Wong being in, um, in She-Hulk and I'm like, okay. You watch, you watch your mouth. I, I know, I, 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 yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> I know. But like, I, I, I didn't need that. Like, I, I think it was cool how they, they had the whole abomination thing, but then the fact that he came in another episode again, uh, spoilers, um, but I, I was like, okay, let's, let, let's, I don't know. And I know, Jace, you love that character that he that was That episode with. was great. It was funny and it was funny, but I, I just, you know, um, they, they know what they're doing, right? They, they bring do. up their, like, yeah, like she, says, she says he's got Twitter armor and, and you know, and, and Wong, yeah. everyone loves Wong. And that's hilarious. Why. So that's what I like about the show. Like, she's so mm. funny. And, and the way that they, they're filming it with the, not filming it, the way that the show is kind of presented where she's telling a story Breaking about the what she's ball. doing, it's yeah. so good. That's really cool. And Deadpool will, will work so well in this universe. <laughs> Yeah. I think I think maybe that's what it's building up to. The yeah. the interesting thing was that when Abomination appeared, I haven't seen whatever Hulk he was he was from, but the way that they presented him, I was said to Jen, I'm like, I'm pretty sure he's been in something else. There was just a vibe it was giving off yeah. where it was like fan servicey, and so yeah. I I can even if I don't know what they're referencing, I can feel it. I know yeah. that that's what they're doing. I'm like, they're making a big deal out of this for some reason. Yeah. It's got to be, you know, and, you know, even the gag where it was just like, you know, I literally feel like a different person because it was Edward Norton, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, Edward Norton yeah. was the previous Hulk. It's, a, it's an amazing way of dealing with it, it but I funny. feel the fan service. Um, and and they, she did say, um, the, the person, the She-Hulk, she did say at one point, like, there's going to be characters who are basically just going to pop up and be done. And I think that that's, what's happened with Wong and, and what's what's happened with Madison as well. Um, yeah. Like everyone's like calling for a Madison TV show and stuff. And as no. hilarious as that would be, it's almost like if Barney Stinson got a TV show, you'd burn out real quick. Yeah. Um, uh, or Joey got a TV show, you'd burn out real quick. And there was a Joey TV show. Um, there was, it was horrible. It was, yeah. So um, mm. yeah, I, one other thing I want to say about She-Hulk is I'm loving it. It's shortened mm. to the point. Yeah, I like that too. But the previously on and the credits are the same length as the show. Yeah. Have you noticed that? So the yeah. credits, the end credits for the show and the previous, the recap of what mm. you just watched, I think the show is only about like 20 minutes long. Maybe yeah, I think it's a, I think it's a 20 minutes long. Um, it's yeah. crazy short and that's okay yeah. because, you know, it's dealing, good. It is so cool at the end with the drawings and stuff and the little Easter eggs of the episode you just watched it and it kind of yeah. tells more of the story about what's just happened. I, I really all, love that. All the Marvel shows have to have these movie length credits at the end because it took a movie length production Team crew to, to make these. Yeah. So I get it, right? They got to shout out everybody, but it's just, it's not what I'm used to. I thought um, Miss Miss Marvel did the drawing credits better at the end because only because they were different every single episode. There was one or two things they do that were similar, but they tend to even alter those slightly each episode. I've noticed the She-Hulk ones only seem to have one or two comic panels they draw in that change and then you're watching a whole heap that you've seen before and it's like just give me the different ones and then i can skip the ending (laughs) done i just i and i love good art i love good drawing but you know what i can watch i've limited time damn it marvel marvel did something amazing in that they've made people panic about credits their yeah. credits are the longest in the world. There's no yeah. other credits that are longer than Marvel credits, movies, TV, otherwise. Mm. But everyone waits around for that after scene. And you're not sure to the point where you Google it to go, is there an after credit scene or can I bail? Mm. Um, it wasn't so. one of the latest She-Hulk. 
Uh, there hasn't been one in the last two or three She-Hulks. Yeah. There's a little ending thing. I won't say what it was, but with the package, that was cool. Yep. Package. The yellow thing in the package. Yep. Oh, Costume. yes, yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. I completely forgot. Um, they, they're, they're taking the time to pay that one off. All right. Um, which is fine. But, yeah, they're, they're really milking that one for all it's worth. Absolutely. Uh, okay. I think I've covered all the stuff I wanted to talk about. Was there anything? Hey, you could, what, no? what, what, oh, are we, what are we? What are we doing here? We're talking about TV, and like the biggest TV show like ever is on at the moment, and you guys aren't watching it. So this has been versus played. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm certainly not talking about um, the new Game of Thrones, which is fine, um, but it's not anywhere near as epic as the old Game of Thrones. Oh, it's good. It is good, but it's just like a very contained story where the other one was like a whole world. But Lord of the Rings. So Ring why are you loving Rings of Power? Tell me about it. I, I think it's, I'm a huge Lord of the Rings fan. It's my favorite book series. I've read it, I don't know, a whole bunch of times. I just read it again, um, end of, or beginning of this year and the last year. Um, and like in, in kind of lead up to this in a lot of ways. Um, it, it's it's awesome. It, it is. So this is the, a precursor, right? To Yeah, yeah. So it tells yeah. a story like thousands, I believe, years before yep. um, everything. And like I'm not, I've only read the Lord of the Rings. I've not read like the Similarian and the other like you know the companion books and all that mm -hmm. um besides the hobbit um but yeah it's it's it was a slow burn it, 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 like andor the first episode was very much setting up the world but beautiful um and there are characters in this that are in the movie um and, and you know that we're very familiar with from the books and i love these interpretations different actors them. i'm assuming different actors yeah yep. um and very very cool interpretation of the hobbits um I, they, and you can see the hobbits that we got in the books and the movies, how they have come from these. Like there's a lot of story in between that we're hopefully going to get in this show, how they come to be in Hobbiton and, and you know, kind of established in towns. But the hobbits in this are, you know, nomadic kind of things. It, it's really oh, so cool. The, so the Jawas. <laughs> in a lot of ways. <laughs> uh, but no, it's it, in the, like I said, the production value of this show is is next to none it is yeah i've heard it is, that it is phenomenal amazon, and bezos money, huh? lots of money well, at it, yeah. and, and amazon giving you that 4k you know that high quality stream without the extra money that i don't have it for um netflix i've just got whatever the the you know not not expensive package is and the, the, the difference is there like you see it and i'm i'm surprised that you know netflix i understand you know they want to make more money but it makes such a difference to the quality of a show having it in such high quality um and um, i don't know how many episodes there have been of lord of the rings um and they're pretty long episodes over an hour um and there's a whole bunch of different characters and they did an episode where you didn't see one of the characters at all and you know you know well the next one's going to have more about them um it's not for everybody if you're a lord of the rings fan if you like the old movies this is a must a must watch um and it's it's epic unlike anything i've seen for a very long time um but okay I don't, I don't think everyone's going to like it. And I think a lot of people will bail, if not before the end of the first episode, um, by the end of the first episode, because it is, it, it's quite slow there. But um, I, I find it really intriguing. And what Lord of the Rings did really well was relationships, the way that the characters have their relationships with each other, whether good or bad, like friendships, but also like people, you know, just fighting for, like, like I guess like in the Game of Thrones where it was kind of quite political, they do this really well here as well. And... I find it really fascinating. I I watched the first episode, um, yeah. and I love 
the original movies and I've seen the extended version that, I don't know, like, was it 10 hours long for all three movies 12, put together or whatever, own, 12, who knows, whatever. Three. I don't know yeah. what I was thinking. You, yeah, you <laughs> age significantly as you watch it every yeah. time. And it's, um, I'll, I'll be honest with you, like, I know, I know that going into this, uh, Christopher Tolkien, who is his son, was saying that he wasn't a fan of the, uh, Tolkien's son, obviously, um, was saying that he wasn't a fan of the Peter Jackson trilogy. Yeah. Um, and that this is going to do that justice, which is a pretty big thing to say because those mm. films are loved by all, right? Um, regardless of whether or not you're into fantasy or not into fantasy, my wife isn't into fantasy all that much. Um, again, talking about movies, but like, it's not, <laughs> it's, it's, not um, it's not something that she's really into, but you know, you can just like, you can just follow along. Like it's like, do you know what I mean? It's just, it's, it's an adventure story. It's fun. It's easy. You know, it's great. So what I will say is come on, boys, come back. Come on, get, come, come back. Uh, um, yeah, back. What, what, what I, what I will, what I will say is that um, this feels almost like those movies. Like, of course they're going to borrow from it. They're, like oh, yeah, it's, totally. it's such a, you know, like, yes, they're coming from the books, but like they've they've, you know, that they've seen Lord of the Rings to be able to make this. Absolutely. It just hasn't grabbed me. It, it's too yeah. slow. It was it's so slow. It's very slow. So and how I've much do they pay episode. Tolkien's son? How much do they pay Tolkien's son to say that, you know, if it, if it, this mirrors those movies so well, um, and he's going, oh, I didn't care for those movies, but this is fantastic. How much do they pay him to say that? Yeah, <laughs> more money than God. I don't know. Um, it's yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. I need to give it more of a chance. It's just it didn't grab me as much. I was pumped, Joe. I was pumped for it. Though, like I said, I love the Lord of the Rings books. Uh, I remember like reading them the first time and feeling like some of those pages where he was describing trees. Yeah, like it was like two pages, and it felt yep. like like yeah. six chapters long. Um, I'd lost six months. It's of my kind life. of what yeah. I was expecting, honestly. I, I was like, this is the Lord of the Rings TV show. There's going to be more of this TV show than there are of, like you said, the extended editions. Like they made The Hobbit three movies. Yeah, they should have. It was just ridiculous. And this it was is going to be worth the This is not going to be, you know, starting off and, and, and just kind of getting to the end very quickly. Like this is going to be a slow burn. And I, I think it's worth it, though. Like I said, I, I really like the characters. The characters I don't like. Are, are interesting and they're there for a purpose you can see like oh some of the some of the things you know that come because you're familiar with the story you're like oh i can already see where you know that might go and it's it's cool but geez the production value unbelievable the, pr yeah. the production value is, is very very impressive it is absolutely like you're watching a movie and then some yeah. what i'm curious about is do you think that it's going to get to a point where either a they run out of money and jeff bezos has to sell his big yacht or that people are going to burn out from watching it and then they're going to have to go for the fan service route and bring Frodo back as like, you know, you know, a thousand years him, later. Pull him through time and... Yeah. Um, a multi, multiverse, the, the Lord of the Rings multiverse. The multiverse, exactly, yeah. If it was on any other service, I'd probably say, yeah. Like if it was on Netflix, I'd be like, yeah, we'll get two seasons in. It'll have this amazing cliffhanger. And then, and then the goal shows up. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And then it's just like coming next season and next season never well, there's, comes. There's, there's a shadow outline of Gimli and you just hear him saying, my axe and it cuts or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, take no, our ideas, Bezos, yeah. I got to say, like Amazon, it doesn't have many good, like it doesn't have many shows, but it has phenomenal things on there, like Invincible, this, The Boys, um, The Wheel of Time. 
it's 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 quality and actually speaking of rick and morty you know they had the boys animated show on there mm. um uh, diabolical i think it was yeah. called yeah it was an episode by by him and it, it's just like rick and morty with the boys skin it was really funny <laughs> but no jace i don't i don't think they're going to run out of money amazon anytime soon no i, mean, I think they could make as many shows as they like like how much it's 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 obscene how much money amazon make oh yeah. it's, it really is yeah i mean yeah if if i wasn't morally uh, morally objected to it they could sponsor us but anyhow moving moving right along to the ending this has been a fun episode i'm really glad that uh, we got together it's um thank you for everyone who's, who's stuck in this long because there's a big gap between episodes this has been a bit of a quiet year and uh, us catching back up um so thanks again everyone this has been fun catching up with you all and we'll talk to you all again soon this has been versus player the podcast about games life and everything in between you can find us wherever you find good podcasts and we will catch you all on the next one hopefully somewhat soon and i bet that one will also be like doom i always like doom <laughs> this is player